One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm David Marsland and this is The Leader. We now come to motion number three in the name of the Prime Minister. I will call the Prime Minister to move the motion. Prime Minister. And so began an extraordinary debate in a recalled parliament over the crisis in Afghanistan. An uncomfortable one for the Prime Minister. Over several hours, MPs rounded on Boris Johnson over the UK's response to the Taliban takeover and what help the country's giving to the refugees created by the collapse of the Afghan government. The West could not continue this US-led mission, a mission conceived and executed in support and defence of America without American logistics, without US air power and without American might. Our political correspondent Sophia Slay watched the debate. Sophia, the Prime Minister appeared under pressure from all sides on this one. Um, yeah, I think that's a really, really fair summary. Today was a huge day in the Commons for the Prime Minister. Parliament was recalled in the middle of summer. MPs had to come back from their holidays. I think it's the first time that's happened since the death of the Duke of Edinburgh. And he faced some really, really tough speeches from former soldiers who are on his back benches. Tory MPs such as Tom Tugendhar. Like many veterans, this last week has been one that has seen me struggle through anger and grief and rage, the feeling abandonment of not just a country, but the sacrifice that my friends made. He himself served in Afghanistan. You know, the Prime Minister had a lot to explain today. Both he and the Foreign Secretary, Dominic Raab, have had to cut short their holidays because of this crisis that's unfolding in Afghanistan. You know, it very much does appear that, that, you know, our government and a lot of other Western governments were surprised at the, um, you know, accelerated advance of the Taliban and how quickly they took over. And you know, there's, there's big questions um, over sort of refugees, Afghan refugees, mental health support for our veterans who are very upset right now because they're wondering why they served out there and did everything they did. You know, there's also wider concerns about the stability in the region. In the future, are we going to have diplomatic relationships with the Taliban? I mean, you know, I can't believe I'm saying this, but, you know, these are things that we have to talk about, the government has to think about now. And, you know, are we going to see an upsurge of terror in the future on our own streets because of the advance of the Taliban in Afghanistan. So, um, yeah, there's a, a, a lot <laughs> that the Prime Minister faced today. So Parliament recalled from its holiday, and holidays are what Sir Keir Starmer was focusing on when he addressed the Prime Minister. He was talking about the Foreign Secretary being on holiday as Kabul fell. He didn't even speak to ambassadors in the region as Kabul, as Kabul fell to the Taliban. Let that sink in. Let that sink in. You cannot coordinate 
an international response from the beach. It's not the best look, is it? The, the Foreign Secretary being on holiday when um, this massive mega crisis unfolds in Afghanistan and also sort of suggesting that no one saw it coming was um, something he said on the media round the other day. Well, no one saw it coming. And uh, um, I've spoken not just to my US opposite number, but uh, partners in the region, the Qataris, the Pakistani foreign minister. No one saw this coming. I think there's kind of wider questions to ask about why we weren't on the ball with this one? Why didn't the government, government, you know, realise this was going to happen or sort of anticipate the speed of this? So I think there are serious questions to ask about sort of our, you know, intelligence on this matter. And also Prime Minister Boris Johnson was due to start a holiday at, I think it was the beginning of this weekend, and obviously had to cut that short um, and, and sort of stop it before it even started and go back to work. And Theresa May was almost quite ferocious. At one point, John Redwood stepped in and tried to blame this whole thing on Joe Biden, and she immediately fired back and said, actually, it was Donald Trump who made this decision. Would my right honourable friend agree that President Biden decided unilaterally to withdraw without agreeing and negotiating a plan with either the Afghan government or the NATO allies? And the response of the UK government in the circumstances has been fast, purposeful and extremely, extremely well guided to protecting the interests of UK citizens. Can I just say to my right honourable friend that what President Biden has done is upheld a decision that was made by President Trump. It was a unilateral decision of President Trump to do a deal with the Taliban that has led to this withdrawal. She was really quite powerful, wasn't she? Oh, 100%. I really, really agree with that. I think it was, along with Tom Tugendhat, one of the best speeches I- I've seen today. You know, I, one of the things I thought was really touching is, you know, she sort of said, you know, everyone who served in Afghanistan must hold their heads up high. Another sort of powerful thing she said, which was definitely a, a dig to our, our current cabinet, our, you know, and prime minister. She said, you know, we boast about global Britain, but where is global Britain on the streets of Kabul? What must also be of key concern to us is the message this sends around the world to those who would do the West harm. Mm. The message it sends about our capabilities and, most important, about our willingness to defend our values. Mm. What does it say about us as a country? What does it say about NATO if we are entirely dependent on a unilateral decision taken by the United States? Yes. And Johnny Mercer was actually at a protest outside Parliament in support of um, Afghan translators who'd worked with the British Army who are now in danger. And he's written in the the Evening Standard as well, hasn't he? And he's quite strongly against what's happened. Yeah, he's been... um, He's he's an Afghan veteran as well. And he's been particularly outspoken. Because I support these guys and all they're trying to do is to get a better resettlement policy for Afghan interpreters. It's the right thing to do. And, uh, you know, I always like to come and talk to them and see how they're doing. In in today's paper, he um, basically accuses ministers of, of, you know, copping out. Um, by putting all the blame on the Americans, um, which is, I think, you know, such a fair point to make. Um, and, and he sort of argues that, you know, we could have done something. We could have come up with, you know, some form of 
troops with our allies or whatever to, to stay out there and, and protect our interests and the gains that we made in Afghanistan. And that's, you know, a point that's been made by quite a few other people as well. You know, Rory Stewart, the, international the former International Development Secretary, said something similar as well. And he, Johnny Mercer has been quite critical of our, our, you know, current government as well. I mean, he's obviously a former veterans minister. Um, and he said, you know, the nature of all of this was entirely a, a political decision. In the US, there's a lot of talk about the amount of damage that's going to be done to Joe Biden administration by this decision. Will there be damage caused to Boris Johnson? I think time will tell. He's going to have to address, you know, the impact this is going to have on British veterans who fought, you know, lost limbs, lost friends in horrific circumstances. Um, and I think that might be damaging in the future, you know, the, those human interests, the, those lives who have been affected um, by this decision. You know, we're going to welcome thousands of Afghan refugees to our country. They will have stories to tell. I think it might take a while for things like this to really register, I suppose, with, with the British public. I think in, in terms of Biden's speech, you know, I think it would be fair to say that went down a bit like a cup of cold sick with British um, observers. Um, I mean, it was a speech entirely aimed at a domestic audience. I stand squarely behind my decision. American troops cannot and should not be fighting in a war and dying in a war that Afghan forces are not willing to fight for themselves. But I think, you know, Boris Johnson is going to be judged on, you know, how he responds to the refugee crisis going forward. Um, and veterans, as I say, their care and support. And that's the leader. Check out standard.co.uk for more coverage of this story and follow the live blog for breaking news. We're back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.